Okay, I'm going to read to you a portion from the Word of God from Luke's Gospel, chapter 17, and verse 11, we read, And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that, that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto them, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Amen. I want to speak to you about returning to give thanks to God. In our prayers, we must always bring a note of thanks. The Apostle Paul says in Colossians 4 and verse 2, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. I had a wonderful experience today and a horrifying experience today, just about uh, just over an hour ago. I was giving out Bibles in a state school in England. I think I don't think it is allowed in the United States to do such a thing, but um, in the um, state schools here, some, depending on the headmaster, um, we have been giving out uh, special coronation uh, Bibles, commemorative Bibles. And I've been able to go into schools, and I think thus far we've given out something in the range of 600 Bibles. And it has been quite a challenge, and I've been giving uh, assembly talks to the children. Today it was amazing. Um, I was at a school where they had said only to give a Bible per class, not to every child. I went in and the staff were not very thankful. Uh, they were very cold. But I went in and the children started lining in, filing in. And uh, as I spoke and I asked questions, the children kept answering and they asked questions. One of them said, what is the gospel? Uh, and so that gave me opportunity to answer. And somebody else, when I asked, what is the Bible about? And they said, well, it is about how to know God. I said, well, so I used that as, um, as a springboard for me to say something extra. And it was an amazing opportunity, but I kept glancing at the headmaster. And every time a child would answer, every time a child would question, she would get angrier and angrier. Uh, she was not happy at all. And uh, at one point she said, I only had two minutes. Which um, I, uh, I don't think I ignored her, but... Um, I uh, the children were so enthusiastic answering the questions wanting to know and there was a there were there was a disappointment when I said there's only one bible per class and some uh, somebody whispered can I have one um 
And I could see that the children wanted a Bible each. And I had said to the headmaster, we will provide every child a free Bible. But she was not happy and she was so angry. And um, after I finished, very uncourteously, uh, she showed me the door. And, uh, and she, did, she wasn't even going to say goodbye. She was very upset. But as I was saying goodbye to the children, a little girl ran to me and gave me a big hug. I didn't even know that she was hugging me. I was talking to the teacher and then suddenly I felt somebody was giving me a hug. And she said, thank you. I wished I had my own Bible. It was heartbreaking. And the headmaster didn't know what to say. She was just angry. And I looked at her and I said, we can offer every child a Bible. And she said, well, we are a multicultural um, school. And so we have to be respectful of every home. And um, it, it was it was so sad. And it just reminded me of that text from a scripture that the Lord spoke that that it would be better for a millstone to be hung around such people's necks. But it gave me a wonderful illustration. This little girl running back as her class was had already left. She ran back just to say thank you for the Bible that was going to be placed in her class. We are called to always give thanks, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Here was a group of lepers who were cleansed by the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus was passing by them. There was the opportunity that was given to them. And this Samaritan leper returned to give thanks. What can we learn from here, this passage? One of the things we can learn is that... No one has ever called on the Lord Jesus for help and called in vain. These called upon the Lord. They were lepers, but they were sure that the Lord would help them. Um, and thank God that no one is too sinful. No one is too diseased. No one is too great a, a difficulty to call upon the Lord. And uh, the Lord will give his blessing. Uh, Christ is no respecter of persons. Um, here were Jews and Samaritans. And, and the scripture says that whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Uh, so whatever trouble we may have, if we will call upon him, he will be gracious to us and undertake for us. The Lord says, and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify me. Many other passages could be quoted. No one has ever called on the Lord Jesus for help and called in vain. The second thing is this. The Lord does not deal with everyone in the same way. In verse 14 of that passage, we see that the Lord Jesus deals with <clears throat> these 10 men 
in accordance with what uh, Leviticus tells us in Leviticus 14 and verse 2, it says, this shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought into the priest and the priest shall go forth out of the camp and the priest shall look and behold, if the plague of leprosy by, be healed is in the leper, then shall the priest command to take for him that is to be cleansed two birds alive and clean and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. What he says in effect was the priests have condemned you as lepers. If you believe that I can heal you and I'm healing you, go and show yourselves to them that they may see you, that you are healed. And in contrast with that, uh, <clears throat> you, you see, you, you go back and you read of the Lord's healing of the leper, leper who came to him in, uh, for example, in Luke chapter 5. Um, he didn't send that man to the priest. He cleansed him at that moment by the power of his word and his touch. Or you think about Naaman, uh, who before he was cleansed had to dip in uh, the River Jordan seven times. And what, what do you see? Again and again in the scriptures that the Lord deals with us so differently. He, um, we cannot think that this is the only way the Lord can work in a person's heart. Something else that we can learn from this passage is that spiritual blessing only and always comes in the path of obedience. The Lord said in verse 14 and <clears throat> He said unto them, go show your, thyself or yourself unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. They simply took the Lord at his word. And when they did what he said, they received the blessing that they needed so much. So the operative word here are um, as they went. In other words, as they obeyed, they were cleansed. If we would experience fullness of spiritual blessing, we must realize it can only be as we are willing to do what the Lord says. And, and there is so much to be said uh, about that. But are we willing to put feet to our prayers? Are we? Is the Lord speaking to us about the matter and he's convicting us about the matter? Sermons that we have heard, books that we have read, scriptures that we are reading things that we are experiencing in our lives. And you can only know this. What is the Lord saying to you? What is the Lord calling you? What is the Lord challenging you about? What is the Lord saying? This is what you ought to be doing. Then the fourth lesson is this. <clears throat> when we consider all that the Lord Jesus has done for us, the very least we can do is to thank him. And give our lives in full surrender to him. That's the least we can do. You look at verses 15 and 16. <clears throat> what does it say? It says, and one of them, verse 15, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Imagine this. It was a natural thing. Uh, to return and to give thanks. And yet, nine of these men did not do so. If the Lord had cured you from leprosy, would you not thank him? Are we ever thank, thanking him for 
for leaving heaven for us, for coming to Bethlehem's inn and uh, to be lying in that manger for us, uh, for triumphing in the wilderness for us when he was tempted. Uh, are we thankful for his three years of public ministry for us and for all that he endured at Gethsemane and uh, all of those things that came upon him at Calvary for us? Are we thankful or are we like this world? I, I hear oftentimes Christians oftentimes given to uh, complaining or about the, the the negative things and the challenges in their lives. And I think, yes, we ought to be realistic about things. We are to share our burdens with one another. But let us, at every situation, use the opportunity to give thanks. See, how can I give thanks? How can I lift my miserable state and this battle that I find myself failing so much and um, struggle in? Is there not something to give thanks to God for that? And even every day, write out something. Ask yourself, what can I thank God today for? And um, so um, there were these lepers. We don't know what happened to them after this. We don't know what trials they experienced. We don't know what challenges they faced in their lives. But something that they could... Um, Something that they could always remember is God's goodness to them. They could always give thanks to God. There was a day when the Lord came our way. There was a day he answered my prayer. There was a day I went away and he cleansed me. There was a day that I was so thankless and yet he remembered me. And then finally, it is only when we definitely come to the Lord and thank him for all that he has done for us, that we receive his word of assurance and his special commendation. Just look at verse 19. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. What a word of assurance. What a blessed thing. And only it was this man who received it. Don't you need a word of assurance from the Lord? It is one thing to be cleansed and forgiven and saved, but it is another thing to know it. Do you know it? Many Christians don't have the full assurance that the Lord wants them to have. They're constantly filled with doubts and fears. The, the way to be sure about our salvation and the fullness of spiritual blessing that is ours in Christ is to do what this one leper did. Pray to him for cleansing. Trust him by obe obeying his word and be thankful for all that he has done. Oh, dear friends, there is so much to thank God for. Through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, he does make us whole. So let us return to him thanks. Let there be not a day that passes by that we resemble more of the world. That is so thankless. That's the sign of the end time. They are unthankful. The scripture says. But we are to resemble. The day of Christ's return. That God's people. Are so thankful. At the appearing of the Lord Jesus. 
may the Lord then enable us to um, be like this leper, be like that little girl that I experienced just over an hour ago, and uh, maybe ever thank the Lord for all that he has done for us. Amen.